We are Azeroth Coast to Coast. Your listening device has been assimilated into our collective. Your opinions and unique technological distinctiveness will be added to our own. Last week, we assimilated your feedback and our collective opinion on theme park versus MMO games as a service. This week, we will distribute our collective opinion on community and how we believe community may matter again in Battle for Azeroth. We remind you that it is a jump to the left and a step to the right, and that resistance is futile. Okay. Yeah, it was Bard. a dumb one, but it's okay. It's a dumb one, but I made Chris happy, so that's what matters. <laughs> Star Trek nerds unite. He didn't even suggest it. I just did it, I just did it for his sake. Because he knows me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I watched Discovery today, actually, again. I'm, more, I'm just going and, back through it. Uh, the 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 most recent expansion for Star Trek Online just came out not too long ago. Yes. Oh, nice. yep. So, yep. How you doing, boys? Doing well. How are Good. You? Good to hear. I am doing fantastic. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Uh, it is uh, yet another two weeks in a row for Chris. That's a that's a for me. I should say for Gavril. That's a that's a rare one. Mm. My work schedule nowadays. I don't really get to do both weekends. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, um, it sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. Uh, so, Chris, buddy, you're the only one that has anything in your thing. So, uh, how's your week been? Uh, I moved. I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> Yay! You can give Yay. informed and enthusiastic consent. Hooray! Yay! Um, uh, game wise, I've been started jumping into Hero League and doing some solo ranked. It's uh won the first couple of games so they're going they're going well i've not placed yet so i'm still working on that cool okay okay um playing my demon hunter on the beta because yeah it's a lot of fun i love my demon hunter i don't i don't i'm still torn choosing between demon hunter and monk for battle i can't decide so it's gonna play a demon hunter just shut the fuck up yeah i know (laughs) um and i resubbed to final fantasy 14 just because I love that game, and I just I want to go back and do a little jumping. You good man, Kevin? How's your week been, buddy? Um, pretty well. Been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm still, and we did another round of achievements in uh, raid achievements in World of Warcraft on Thursday night instead of actually raiding, and it was fun. We got through Nighthold for a second time and actually had time left over to go do all of the achievements in Emerald Nightmare. So at this point, we can get through them pretty quickly. It's a good time. Yep. So um, we've got a few more rounds of, um, I can't remember the boss, but uh, Spellblade Alario, we have to kill her in two other places and then we'll be done. But unfortunately, I'm going to be out next week. So, um, I won't be able to get that achievement. Hopefully they'll do it again for me later. All right. Um, Myself, I have not been playing too much NVIDIA games. Uh, It's mostly just been XCOM in my spare time when I'm not worried about work. So uh, I think that was a very quick introduction for us. Our last week, that's I think it's our shortest last week ever. I played a lot of D&D face-to-face this time. Yeah. Because I live with nerds. We started what our third campaign, our second side story on yeah. our campaign. Yeah, we now have a, we have a side story where Nikolai isn't there, and we have me, Shepard, and Arlie as players. And then we have a side story where Arlie isn't there, and it's me, Shepard, and Nikolai as players. I, I know Shepard was so upset that we didn't get into more combat <laughs> in but our side all- story. 
it's all canonical, isn't it? Uh, everything is happening in Canada at the moment. Yes. Yep. So we've got three canonical campaigns running at the same time within this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, though, admittedly, y'all did almost get your shit kicked in by a bunch of like CR6 drow. So. I was fine. No, you weren't. You were the one that was dying, closest to dying. And then I went fire elemental and nothing happened. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt, cloud kill. Fire elemental was Darkness. fine. With me. Uh, but yes, so we've been having a lot of fun doing that. Um, we thoroughly encourage people to come listen to the chaos if you want to. We play on Tuesdays in the evening, Central Standard Time. Yeah. Um, so, listener feedback. What did we have this week, boys? Um, Game Checks at Game Checks Pro on Twitter said at Azeroth Coast to Coast. Uh, great show today. You guys had a really great discussion about loot boxes. Yeah, I feel like we had a pretty good discussion about loot boxes, Kevin. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it too. I was quite happy with it. I felt like it had a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, go on that. Uh, thank you for the feedback. Uh, gamer checks. Uh, we always encourage everybody to tweet, email, SoundCloud, Discord, whatever you want to do. Uh, we we love do have your Discord feedback. Stuff. Uh, we 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 love to hear your feedback. Um, and one of the three of us is pretty constantly, pretty much constantly in the Discord channel. Um, so we're always willing to listen. Unless you're Gavril, then you're just playing XCOM. Yes, by I am, because I like to listen to the game as it goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, LB's corner. LB was useless as shit this week. God damn it, LB. You had one job, one LB. Job. One job. Um. <laughs> Might have to switch it to uh, Gamer Checks Corner. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Uh, so what else? Uh, what else did we have going on? Um. What other feedback did we have this week? We had a very we- uh, wealth of information on our Discord channel. Mr. Frasley came over. Hey, hey, Frasley. Hi, Frasley. Uh, and he added some stuff to our Discord. He said he really enjoyed the discussion on theme park MMOs. I will say one benefit of for my $15 a month is that it keeps me invested in the game. I want to, I want to play so that my $15 is merited. It causes me to play alts or try new things. I definitely get the perspective but even from some free to play or b2p what is that guild wars 2 like end up kind of forcing you to get 15 dollars a month subscription for crafting bags or more action bar slots or for even to just play the content star wars online i'm looking at you yeah. star wars online and i mentioned lb mentioned star wars uh star wars the old republic um i mentioned lord of the rings online um Braz also mentioned uh, ESO, which is Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls, yeah, that's another one. Um, yeah, I kind of. Then we kind of went into mm-hmm. like, I kind of talked a little bit with uh, Frasley uh, back and forth about uh, the, the the statement I was giving about like the theme park versus the carnival metaphor and some other stuff like that. So it was a really good conversation. We appreciated having you pop on in, uh, Frasley. Appreciate you, man. I mean, I I don't like feeling. Like I have to force myself to do something to merit my fifteen dollars, but, but that's, that's just, just his me. opinion. It's like you you have enough, Kevin. Yeah. You have enough money to just throw around to throw around to just go. Eh, I'll keep my subscription going. It's whatever, and play when you want. 
Hmm. Not all of us do. Which actually dovetails really nicely into the next uh, comment we had. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Anna Wonderland. Uh, she said, Kevin, um, they would, and one of the reasons is, uh, is not everyone has enough money to buy extra stuff. I can barely afford WoW subscription, and I'm glad we're all getting the same stuff at the same subscription cost. Uh, having an having an option to buy old gear for real world money would just mean that some people still need to grind, but some can just get it the easy way, and that's not really fair. Uh, transmog and store mounts are not that important in game in a sense that they don't make you more powerful or just prettier. But I still wouldn't want uh, this disparity in the game. I don't mind the current store stuff too much, but there shouldn't be uh, another way to get it. Keep store stuff in the store and in game stuff in end game don't mix them yeah uh, so I, mean, I agree with that logic very much a render under caesar what is caesar's kind of comment kind of uh yeah. argument um i will mention that warframe from the beginning has had that model where yeah. you have the option to grind but you can also just buy it if you want but that's kind of built into how that game works and the premium currencies and things like that so it's it's a, it's a slightly different system but as i've mentioned before i feel like warframe does that kind of system very right i i do i do think the 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 model of keep the digital uh store customization and just making you look pretty stuff in itself and keeping it separate from stuff you can get in game if it's on the store you shouldn't have a way to get it in game and if it's in game you shouldn't have a way to get it on the store i think that's a good way to do it keeping it separate well, isn't old transmog stuff just stuff that makes you prettier? No one's actually using a 200 eye level sword. But our sword. logic is that if you can get it in game, it shouldn't be on the store. Yeah. And if it's on the store, you shouldn't be able to get it in game. Keep them separate. Okay. Like keep the uniqueness unique about it. Like don't make don't yeah. make it so that you know. Oh, I can just. Uh, I don't have to go back and get Memoron's head. I can just buy Memoron's head. Oh, that would. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, the rage. Time lost proto Drake. Oh, I, can, I don't have to go like camp the time lost for a year and a half. I'll just Could buy it. I'm telling you right now, see if Ashes of Alar ever ends up on the end game store, considering the fact it took me almost eight fucking years to get that thing. I will murder a bitch. I will straight up murder a bitch. And uh, then that did. We're going to dovetail into the next kind of thing because this is this was all kind of like one long conversation we were having. Um, uh, we then, uh, sorry about that. Um, so Kevin did respond to that and said, "How did you feel about when they first created the e store?" And wow, so the the Blizzard store. Uh, and Anne mentioned that uh, that was before uh, they started playing. Uh, that uh, Anne is wow baby, a wad baby, just like Kevin is, and the store is much older. Uh, so for them, that it, it's always been there. And I mentioned specifically the store caused a lot of rage, and I specifically called out Sparkle Pony. Sparkle Pony. What is the story about Sparkle Pony? Because not everybody. Okay, so the <laughs> very first e store, the Blizzard store thing that they introduced. I'm pretty certain it was the very first, literally the first thing they introduced. Very right, Chris? First item introduced was the very, Sparkle Pony, and it was back in Wrath of the Lich King. Yes, it was back in Wrath of the Lich King. Um, so. If you've ever played through, like, it, most people don't use it anymore, but you can still find it. Like, there's an NPC that actually uses it. Uh, it's Johnny Awesome uh, <laughs> during so the Horde quest lines, the Horde leveling quest lines in Eastern Kingdoms. 
uh, you, you find Johnny Awesome. Johnny Awesome rides a sparkle pony because Johnny Awesome is a uh, is a whale and he buys everything. So the sparkle mm-hmm. pony is a celestial steed. Um, it is it, it looks a lot like uh, the celestial dragon, like Elegon's mount. Mm-hmm. You know that one, Kevin? No. It's a Look, kind of yeah. Have you ever seen Algalon in Old War? I don't think so. Okay, literally, it's just a horse. Oh, it's the spectral the stars. Steed. It's the celestial steed from Her- Hearthstone. Okay. It's that first season mount from Hearthstone. From uh, not Hearthstone. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. It's that first season storm mount from Heroes of the Storm. Okay, that is what it is. All right. Um, and then Arlie, the wonderful Arlie, popped in, uh, and the ra- and mentioned that the rage was mostly because the sub fee had always been enough to grant access to all of the content, providing the player was willing to grind for it to do what was required in the game to obtain it. With the addition of the shop, suddenly there were things in-game that you could only get if you paid extra for them, which kind of goes into that sort of theme park versus carnival discussion we had been having. Like, you know, uh, should your subscription, your 15 bucks a month, give you access to everything? Hmm. Hmm. Um, uh, but Arlie does mention that the she she says that the pets were available for purchase before Sparkle Pony, and I think she's actually right. I think she actually is right about that. She probably is. Yeah. I just remember all the drama that came with Sparkle Pony, which yeah. didn't come with. Pets. I want to say it was like the Pandaren Monk and something else were the first ones that are available. I'm not sure though. Wasn't it Little XT? Well, yeah, Little XT was came in. Uh, little KT, Little XT, Little Rakdos. They were the early, They were early. I think they were super early. I think so. Uh, also, initially, Blizz had an XP boost potion on the shop when the shop first appeared in the data on the PTR. I remember that. That was a lot of yeah. drama about that one. Yeah, they got rid of that quickly, though. Um, yeah, and then the big point that she made was that Sparkle Pony was major, mostly a problem, not only because it was a storm mount, but because it also automatically upgraded its speed with whatever level the player had. Back then, only a few mounts did that, so the fact that they added a mount for real money did that, for real money that did, rubbed a lot of people the wrong mm-hmm. way. Which is absolutely yeah. correct. And it also gained flying. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. It became a flyer, yeah. It became a flyer. Pretty certain it became a flyer. I'm not positive, though. Um, and event eventually, in fairness, event- eventually Blizzard did change that with Cataclysm. That every mount did that, which was literally the next expansion. Yeah, which was literally like maybe six months after they released the Sparkle Pony. No, no, Sparkle Pony was pretty early in the cycle. Wasn't it ICC that it was released? Um, I'm not positive. Um, I will take a look at that real quick. Uh, because it uses this, it uses the same skeletal model as Invincible. Yeah, but a lot of things use that same model, though. But the, but the wings, though, I mean, yeah, the wings and everything else, and the, the, the armor on it. Yeah, uh, let's see. Oldest first, uh, four fifteen two thousand ten was when it became available. So April fifteenth two thousand ten. I think that was yeah. That would be that would be ICC. That ICC, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that was a long time ago. That was eight years ago with Sparkle Pony. I feel yeah. old. <laughs> uh, and then some other stuff. And then apparently this was important enough to add Kevin. What? That last bit was important enough. The annual pass stuff. That was important enough to add. I think that was more for the annual past stuff. Well, Arlie had her own comments about the episode that wasn't related to what you guys were going back and forth about. 
um, she said that she did the annual pass because she knew that she was going to buy Diablo 3 and the likelihood of quitting WoW was low. Um, and then you had some comments about her comment there. Yeah, and then we kind of, she and I kind of went back and forth about cost analysis and things like that. And uh, um, I mentioned how I, I feel like the, the, the video game crash and a couple other things kind of contributes to the games as a service. Uh, the community game crash of the 80s and 90s kind of contributes to the games of a service mentality that we kind of have these days. Um, it's it's kind of just a back and forth thing that I kind of want to experiment with and possibly talk about at some point. Just sort of like a general gaming show, a uh, general gaming episode we'll do at some point. But just sort of go over yeah, some there's of that a, stuff. There's a lot of discussions and we always, you know, Arlie's brought this up before is, you know, how much money am i or what am i getting my money's worth and how many hours did i put in the game versus how much did i spend on the game and you know what's the dollar per minute ratio or whatever it is and i mean in my opinion it's like well if you're playing more hours than you have allotted for yourself for a week i don't think like i don't think you're getting your money's worth anyway i think you're probably missing out on your life which is probably costing you more in the long run so i I don't like that whole argument. I just don't I don't I don't buy that. Yeah, it's uh, cost benefit analysis and things like that. That's like I said, that's something I want to talk about at some point. I play video games and have fun. There you go. I do too. <laughs> I think that's almost all of our listener feedback. Thank you so much, yeah, Arlie yeah. and Frasley, uh Gamer Checks. Appreciate y'all so much for uh, commenting. Um, yeah, I think people are, I'm I'm glad that this kind of dedicated channel on our discord for show feedback kind of kept things on topic and easy for us to pull. So, you know, please continue to use that. I'm glad you guys, uh, or just use the general chat that works too. You go dig through Nikolai's comments (laughs) in general chat. I'm not doing that shit. That's a valid point. That is a very valid, that's a valid point. (laughs) That is a completely, Chris, give us our shout outs this week. Countries. Uh, countries, uh, the United States, the UK, Canada, Germany, and Australia. We that, love you guys. That's a that, top uh, five that, that, uh, that Anglo-centricism there, though. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so news this week, real quick. Uh, Christopher, <laughs> World of Warcraft, Battle for Azeroth. We, the, we already forgot what? to do the bumper. You forgot. Yeah. You forgot. Go ahead. Throw the bumper in, Chris. Uh, Kevin, throw the bumper in. Don't think it's too long. <laughs> Don't think it's too long. <laughs> you need to remember to World use of Warcraft. It. Um, uh, yes, I will need to remember to use it. I'm sorry. I'm the one who does the throws. I'm, uh, you know, so like, yeah. This is why I think he should be the one that actually does the soundboard. Stuff. The fucking soundboard. <laughs> yeah, Chris, yeah. World of Warcraft, Battle yeah. for Azeroth. So, uh, Battle for Azeroth, uh, we found out this week that there will be a global launch for the first time for a World of Warcraft expansion. So, yay. Uh, global launch will mean that it will launch either the 13th or the 14th, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, it will launch uh, at Pacific, uh, Pacific Daylight Time at 3pm on the 13th of August. Uh, the 13th of August in the UK at 11pm BST, British Summertime. And it will launch in Australia on the 14th of August uh, at 8am AEST, which is I think Eastern Australian Standard. Europe. 
uh, Eastern I, Standard guess, Time? Yeah, I guess it'd be Eastern Sydney, yeah. Um, but Global Launch is the first thing they've ever done this for a World of Warcraft product. We yeah, they're normally doing that Monday, Tuesday instead of Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, normally, well, that's it's, it's because they're basing it off of the Tuesday launch date for us. Yeah, the American servers reset on the Tuesday, whereas European uh, servers do it on the Wednesday. So the most launches happen on the Tuesday. Hmm. Just so they can take it down the next day in case they have to for hot fixes. Exactly. Okay. Um, in regards to the beta, uh, character copies from live are now available. So for people who are do have beta access and want to try out their... Uh, their current characters and see what they're going to be scaled to in regards to the item squish and the eye level squish um the stat squish and the eye level squish sorry you can now do that uh it'll copy over all your mounts all your achievements all that junk um so if you're in the beta give it a try i know i'm doing it with my demon hunter and it's a lot of fun uh and something that i'm surprised is still a thing news uh the 62 bit client uh for world of warcraft 32 Oh, I, yeah. I said 62, didn't I? The 32-bit client for World of Warcraft will be retired at Battle for Azeroth launch. Um, did, did they clarify if it was the pre-patch or the I, actual launch date? I think it would be the pre-patch. It should be the pre-patch, but I haven't read too much into that one. Um, all I know is that I went to an I went to a 64-bit client like nine years ago or something. Yeah, when the, I swapped to 64 when they introduced yeah, it. I, I've been on a 64-bit client for the longest time, so... Um, but yes, if you are still currently using a 32-bit version of World of Warcraft, plan to swap over before uh, Battle for Azeroth pre-patch hits because you will not be able to once that is a Which thing. means that if you're running WoW on a toaster, which we have mentioned multiple times, you are still using like your 10 or 11-year-old computer to play WoW, you probably are going to need to upgrade at some point. Yeah, how have you not needed to yep. upgrade for I'm, any I'm other application out there? Everything just play well. At a minimum, you need to upgrade to a 64-bit operating system with enough RAM to run a 64-bit operating Pretty system. Pretty certain. Uh, oh. Did X no was it seven? Uh, I think seven had. Uh, Seven's the last one that has a 32. Yeah, I think seven had a. I think didn't XP have a 64-bit option? Yes. XP did have a 64-bit. No. Yep. XP was the first one to have a 64 yeah, so option. You have literally no excuse unless you have not bought a new computer in 20 years. If you're still running Windows XP, you have a problem and you need to fix yeah, that. Just go to <laughs> Windows ME. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Downgrade? Downgrade to Windows ME? Mm -hmm. Millennium Edition, which was released like five years before XP? Fixes all the problems. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Go, go upgrade to Vista, okay? Go upgrade to Vista Fix. Oh, God. How would you tell people to do that? Um, Mage Tower will always be accessible up until the launch of the Battle for Azeroth pre-patch. So if you are still grinding out that artifact appearance, you have even more time to do it in regards to the availability of the Mage said, Tower. I thought like, right before the pre-patch, it's going to become available, but it's not always on yet. Yeah, it's not always on yet, I believe. Did I, I don't think it's always on yet, but it will be shortly. Yeah. That was the impression I got. Did I read it wrong? Yeah. That is my bad. I thought I read it. I might have read it wrong. They did say, uh, like, before, like, leading up to the expansion, it's going to be always on. 
Um, let's see. So, uh, so get to, time to do read it. something from Wowhead, uh, Blizzard has announced that they have future plans to make the Mage Tower challenge always accessible up until the end of Legion. This change is not in-game yet. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mention... Uh, okay, so... From the blue post, no specific details on timing at the moment, but we are planning to allow the challenge to be attempted at any time, regardless of the status of the Mage Tower, as we approach the end of Legion. That said, nothing on timing to share at the moment, but we will share more details when we have them. For now, you can continue your attempts to get those strategies down and work towards better gear to help you complete the Mage Tower. So it'll okay, be to the end coming. of Legion. Yeah. <laughs> so that will be through the pre-patch then. That'll be through the pre-patch. That'll go even. Uh, that'll go up until the thirteenth, fourteenth, depending on where you are. So you could have like pl- a month and, uh, plus to do the mage tower. Yep, month plus. Um, last bit of news: uh, there is being another Battle for Azeroth comic released, issue three, the Three Sisters. Uh, that of course refers to the lovely Windrunner sisters, Sylvanas, Illyria, and Valyria. Uh, all of them are there. It's, it's actually a pretty decent talk. Did I say Valyria? Uh, I keep saying I keep mis- mixing up Valyria and Varisa. Uh, Varisa, the one who I was boning a human. Too similar. Varisa, the one who boned a human. Varista. Didn't Valyria also bone a human? Pretty sure she boned a human. All that king of all that king of stormwind dick. Uh, yeah. All that king of stormwind dick. Yeah. So. Diablo news. Blizzard is uh, working on an unannounced uh, Diablo project, which if you've listened to the show or you've listened to some of the other people that we've kind of shouted out and linked from linked to from the show, like Riker, who's been talking about this for years since the very first of the original uh, job postings went up a couple years back. Um, so they're working on an unannounced Diablo project. It's old news, but it's always good news. And Riker also mentioned that like it was around three times or three years since the job posting started for Diablo three that they announced Diablo three. So yep. yeah, but that's mm. the, the reason we're talking about now is because there was a new one that p- was put up and it was, and yeah, it was it's, for a uh, dungeon designer or something, which is a typically a pretty late kind of thing in the development, yeah. which means development is yeah. pretty far in. Somebody would probably get reprimanded or fired for that job posting too, because it no. says specifically no. an unannounced Diablo project. No, they no. literally do that all the time. Yeah, they literally they did that so much for Titan. They did that so much for Hearthstone. I mean, that's how we found out about Titan. That's, that's how, how we found, found out, out about, about Hearthstone. Hearthstone. That's how we found out about Heroes. How we found out about the StarCraft remaster. It's how we've already found oh. out about the Warcraft remaster. Hmm. At some point, we should be getting a Warcraft 3 remaster. Yep. Because we've seen, we saw kind of like a flurry of patch activity kind of balancing the game. Oh, yeah. That's that <laughs> the same thing that happened with StarCraft before the remaster was announced. Um, we're also getting themed seasons. So I think it's season 14 or 16 we're going into this one. I think it's 14. I think it's 14. Uh, for Diablo 3, we're getting a themed season, which is something that people have been asking for for quite a while. Uh, our inaugural themed season is going to be uh, the, the Season of Greed. Uh, what that means is that for every treasure goblin you encounter in the wild, and that is not counting rifts, packs, or shrines, um, you will be getting a second identical goblin spawning at the exact same time. Wow. Um, Whimsydale, uh, which is from the Rainbow Goblins, is still going to be limited to a single instance per game. So 
the second portal will just lead to the same place. Um, it's an interesting do. little change. It's an interesting little little, little quality of life change. It's, uh, but again, I mean, I, I, Diablo Three is on life support. It, it's it's, it's on life support. Mode. This is a maintenance team. I yeah. like Diablo. I like maybe it'll actually make the season. You know, have it. It kind of reminds me of like the weekend events they used to do to try to get you to come back and play the game a little while. So they don't do anymore. But it's going to be for an entire season. Yeah. So that's it's cool. Maybe it'll speed up some of the farming that you have to do ah, if you no. play. No, it no. won't. It won't. No. Um, no. So uh, in Hearthstone news. Uh, quite a bit today, just in Hearthstone this week. Uh, the Tyrant of Time is coming. That is going to be a themed brawl, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a themed event. It's a themed event, essentially. So it's kind of like uh, summer and frost, uh, fire and frost festivals. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the Taverns of Time, starring Toki. Uh, uh, from 6.11 to 7.3. So that's actually this Tuesday. We'll be starting up. Uh, there'll be quests for both gold and dust. 28 new cards will be coming into the arena draft mode. Uh, and some other interesting stuff will be happening during this event. Uh, we'll be more than happy to link out to the Taverns of Time uh, event page that is up on the Hearthstone website. Um, there's going to be some really interesting stuff that's going to be going on there. Um, and I think there's two separate brawls that are going on. Uh, there's also the Get In Here bundle that is live currently. Uh, that is 10 card packs for eight bucks, but $7.99 uh, plus tax where applicable. Uh, it's going to give you two packs of each of the standard packs. So that's Journey to Ungar, Ignite the Frozen Throne, Colts and Catacombs, which would end the classic set. So you'd be getting two packs, uh, 10 packs for eight bucks, which is not a bad deal, but kind of like, okay. It's all right. It's not a great deal, but it's not a bad deal. It's just kind of a deal. <laughs> Good deal. It's it's it is a good deal actually because it's actually cheaper than buying the like the the pre-launch, the pre-purchase. It's actually cheaper yeah. per pack than pre-purchases, but still, it's like eh, I would have preferred ten packs of a single. I would have preferred five different bundles. Each one is ten packs for a specific expansion. Yeah, with like a chance, a better ch- like a slightly raised chance at a legendary, but whatever doesn't matter. Um, new pack day is coming six thirteen. So that we the uh, this coming Thursday, I believe. Yep. No Wednesday. Uh, this coming Wednesday. Sorry. Yeah. So this coming Wednesday, it'll be new patch day. Um. Oh, so sorry. Taverns of Time will begin Monday. We we'll get in two days. Um. Monday U.S. Uh. New pack day is coming. So six thirteen. That'll be Wednesday. You're gonna get a free golden classic pack. All of them will. Get, all the cards inside will be golden cards. And. And. It doesn't use your current pity timer. So sorry if you're going to try to spend by, you know, a bunch of packs, you know, until you get to a point where you feel safe. Like you have a good chance of getting a, uh, a, uh, a legendary a legendary because you can hope you're going to get a golden one. Yeah. Cause I got, I got a golden legendary on the last free pack, last golden pack. Um, I got a golden Ysera. Yeah. It was golden. I Ysera. think I got a golden Sylvanas the last time. Yeah. Uh, well, Savannah's but already rotated out by that point, but you can still yeah. pull her out of packs. So, I mean, that sucked for you. Um, but yeah, so fun, fun time there. Um, so there's also patch drama. Um, I'll be frank. I will probably just link to another video because I think the explanation I gave you all about the patch drama and the tournament took like 15 minutes to go through earlier. It did. 
So uh, long story short, Blizzard uh, put in a hotfix patch uh, for some stuff not too long ago. Uh, it affected three cards. Uh, the primary one was Jungle Giants, uh, which is the Druid quest from Angoro. Uh, it made it so cards like Faceless Manipulator and things like that that change their attack based on something don't count towards the Jungle Giants quest. And started a shitstorm because there's a tournament going on right now. I think it's in Seoul as a Hearthstone tournament that's getting ready to go on. And players had already submitted their deck lists, and they were not given the, ch the chance to change their deck lists when it was announced that the tournament environment would be using the live patch. Uh, and there's been nothing but a shitstorm ever since. A uh, lot of figures in the Hearthstone community, including Brian Kibler uh, and, and Frozen and several others, have uh, kind of weighed in on it and uh, found it to be found it to be wanting. So, uh, it's been really fun drama. I'll link some of the stuff uh, a little bit later uh, in the show notes for y'all. Uh, long story short, they've walked back most of these nerfs that they've caused, and uh, the community is still trying to deal with it. Yeah. Um, I think it's just... Kevin literally has just Overwatch on this, by the way, and Destiny 2. Overwatch? You, you literally have just Overwatch mm -hmm. and Destiny 2 in the news. Like Chris and oh, I got yeah. a bulk of it. Okay. Uh, Fine by me. Okay. Okay. Christopher, Heroes of the Storm, hots. Uh, so uh, there is actually quite a chunk coming for Heroes. We've got Ural, uh, people who are playing World of Warcraft from uh, well. Warlords of Draenor, will be very familiar with this uh, paladin space goat. Uh, she will be joining as a mobile melee bruiser. Uh, she will be launching uh, the 12th of June in the US and then the 13th in the, U in the uh, EU. Also coming with her, you'll be getting uh, the Echoes of Alterac event. This will launch a week later, uh, on the 19th and the 20th, respectively. Uh, it's a, got a brand new map, the Alterac Pass, uh, which is, a I want to say, a three-lane map. Um which, if, if you've ever played World of Warcraft and played Alterag Valley, this will be very, very... You'll know what this is. <laughs> because you've you've got Drektar, and I never remember what the dwarf's name... I never remember what the dwarf one is. Dwarf Vandar Stormpike. Vandar Stormpike and Drektar are your nexus cores instead of having an actual nexus. They will attack people who come to try and kill them, and the only way to uh, win the game is to take them out. Taking down a core, taking down a keep and an inner keep will drop their armor to make them easier to kill, just like you would in Ultra Valley if you took down any of their generals. So this is a f this is, they're essentially being a little nostalgic for is bringing Ultra Valley into Heroes of the Storm. Kind of, I'm quite excited for it. Um. You're also going to be getting a quest built around this. Uh, part one of the quest will be to play four games as a Warcraft hero. Um, uh, the second part will to be achieve uh, 50 takedowns uh, in winning games. Uh, second will be play six games as a friend with a friend. And the fourth part will be, uh, I can't English today, win eight games as a Warcraft hero, which will earn you... Uh, it'll earn you a total of portraits, uh, sprays, uh, banners, and then at the very end, an alliance on a horde mount. Ooh, mounts. 
mounts. Uh, with it, uh, with this event, they will also be bringing a plethora of new hero uh, skins built around the World of Warcraft universe for heroes that are not part of that universe. Spirit Healer um, Ariel! Spirit Healer Ariel. Goblin Junkrat. <laughs> Did you see that one? Yeah, Sapper uh, uh, Bomb Squad. Yep. Yeah. These look, this looks like a really fun event. Um, alongside this event, there will also be a 50% XP boost when playing with at least one friend. So this event is... I thought there was already an XP boost on top of that. On top of that. Well. So this is on top of the standard XP boost, because you get 25% for playing with one friend, and then it scales up. Cool. So this is looking like a, a big a big event for Heroes of the Storm. It's their next themed event. <laughs> yep, they get to do because weird after shit this, it. everyone will play WoW again. Well, it's 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 an event that's building up, coinciding with Battle for Azeroth. Now that we're getting really close to pre-patch, so yeah, the fun times. Yeah, Kevin, Overwatch. Two quick things in Overwatch. The anniversary event ends uh, on 6-11. And we are currently in double EXP weekend. They only announced this three days ago, but EXP weekend, or yeah, double EXP weekend is uh, June 8th to June 11th. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then you also have the next one, because there's nothing going on in StarCraft right now. They announced the next patch for Destiny 2, which will come out, I think, around September, and it's called Forsaken. You can check the website for details. Um, yeah, it's going to be a new patch with new stuff, but nothing that sounds too exciting. Yeah, there's some exciting stuff in it. I mean, I don't know. They, they might get me back. I'm not sure. I'll probably pop in just to see what's going on, but I don't know if I'm going to spend the money on the annual pass. No, I will annually wait for a sale. If that. Yep. And Chris, do you want to do the last one? One that's important to you? Yeah, so my feral Europeans, it has finally happened. Blizzard has given us a European gear store. No longer do we have to worry about those long shipping times, those long shipping costs. It is all sorted for us the store launched uh, last week started last week ended last week mm -hmm. uh, and it is got everything that the u.s store has and will be the same as the u.s store so i'm very happy i'm very excited i can finally buy some more blizzard shit and be happy <laughs> cool yo hot damn so main <laughs> topic boys yeah, so for the main topic today, we were going to do community in World of Warcraft, and there's going to be some key changes to how they're doing community with the release of Battle for Azeroth. We wanted to get into some speculation, rumors, and just putting on our tinfoil hats on how this is going to change. And um, yeah, so uh, Gavril or Chris, did they actually implement any of the community changes in the Battle for Azeroth alpha or beta yet? I haven't played recently, unfortunately. <clears throat> Christopher? Christopher? 
Yes, we've lost Chris. I think he's gone uh, AFK on us. Um, we're muted. We're, we're... Um, so, Gavril, what yeah, are the changes that they're making okay. in Battle for Azeroth? Um, so, one of the things that we're getting, I believe, is going to be it's the Communities tab, uh, which is a going to be the sort of... So, if you've played, like, Diablo 3... <clears throat> You have like communities and clans. Clans are kind of like guilds. It's small groups of people that kind of get together for a specific purpose. Communities are more broad. Uh, a community it can be something like in Diablo 3. It was like finding treasure goblins or power leveling during seasons or hunting specific items. Um, I'm pretty certain that's what we're getting in Battle for Azeroth. Um, so, Chris, what do you? I, I think that's what we're getting, basically. So... <laughs> What they're doing, um, the, the the perfect place to look at what we're getting is the Battle.net launcher. They added a community system on there that gives you uh, abilities to do uh, full-on communities and, and Discord servers, essentially, or through the Battle.net launcher. They are implementing that into World of Warcraft through its own interface. It'll also have your guild, your friends list, and all of that on it as well. Um, but you can set up your own little communities just for things that are like PvP. Oh, I, I, I'm in a PvE raiding guild, but I really like PvP. So I'm going to join this community to do the PvP with them, and that'll be really fun. Or I'm in a PvE guild, but I like doing RP. So I'll join this RP community and be able to do that with them. Um, it's, 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 it's very similar to the Link Shell system that Final Fantasy XIV implemented when they launched uh, for their 2.0 version. Also. Well, Link Shell also in eleven too. Eleven had Link Shells also. Yeah, but 1.0 didn't for fourteen. I was very disappointed in that. So, Chris, while, while you wandered away, um, we asked if they had implemented this in the beta yet, and if um, you've used Ooh, it. It's been tangentially implemented. It's kind of there. It's not really there, but it's kind of there. The systems are there, but you can't really do much with them at the moment because okay. they are built into be working with the Battle.net launcher, and because the beta servers aren't connected to the Battle.net launcher, you can't really do much with them. Hmm. So once so, it goes live, we'll get to see a lot more of it, so I'm really excited for the pre-patch so I can try this stuff out. Okay. And did they say if it's going to have functionality like the Battle.net launcher where you can talk with people and stuff or is it just oh, yeah, chat that's, based that's, oh. from okay so it's gonna be built kind of like discord communities is supposed to be like discord or slack from what i understand yeah, pretty much from the from what we saw at blizzcon last year um and from the information that's been released about it since then as well as its implementation in the beta um it definitely looks like it is just the battle.net system thrust into world of warcraft the battle the battle.net uh communities thrust into world of warcraft it's a good thing it's, it's, it's a great thing actually i'm very excited to be able to use it to join rp communities because i like rping but i'm on a pve server that doesn't have rp so i get to do that now i'm excited <laughs> lol lol i mean it I think it's really going to come down to how well you can search and find these communities because I feel like, you know, 10 people could create a PvP community because they can't find it or they think that they're the first person with that idea. No, it doesn't instead matter. Instead of like, like consolidating people. Like, no, if you go through Diablo 3's communities, yeah, you realize that there's lots of duplicates and that's just human nature. Yeah, but the thing is, even with the duplicates, you'll always find the community that fits for you. Just it's a good thing to have multiple communities that do multiple things that do the same thing because although one of them might be the bigger community, 
it may not be the one that fits your niche. It may not be the one that fits your play style or it may not be the one that fits your schedule or the people might just not be the nicest people or the kind of people that you, that you mesh with. So having mm. multiple communities that do like just PVP or multiple communities that do just RP or just raiding is a good thing because we get to actually find the one that fits you. Yeah, I, I agree that there should be multiple versions of the same, you know, flavor of, you know, PVP, for example. But like, you know, for me, I want to be able to find that community and hopefully have a description or something that I can look at to say, is this community me before I decide to go off and create one on my own, thinking that I've had that idea first? Well, it's, I think it's going to, from the way it looks, it's going to kind of run essentially just like Discord you will find your community somewhere they'll tell you where to link to in game and you'll go there there excuse me there will probably be a ui in game to actually do a search but i think it's going to be more of a you're already part of this kind of community they've set something up in game join it but there will be ways to find those communities for new people as well Hmm. that'll be my guess definitely Um, so, because we've al- we've already mm-hmm. seen with the Battle.net launcher that Blizzard are definitely pushing to make their own uh, Discord system. Yeah, that's a which isn't a bad pushing. thing because no, it's not. because let's be honest. Compared to Gabriel, you will remember this when voice mm-hmm. chat was first introduced back in Burning Crusade. Yep, and then I I turned it on for like five <laughs> minutes and then went straight back to uh, Ventrilo. Ventrilo. Yep, I was the same because it was terrible. It was absolutely horrendous. But the system they've implemented now is. there's been times where I've actually said I thought it was better sound quality than Discord. (laughs) Yep. And sometimes with the the system that they've got in place, yeah. Definitely. I I think the Heroes voice chat is better than the Discord system. I think it's actually better sound quality than Discord. In some cases. Like, they really really upped their their game with um, Overwatch. The thing is that the Overwatch voice chat doesn't work as good as the Heroes one, which is kind of annoying. I disagree. I think like the Overwatch one works just as well. I think it can be a lot of flimsy at times. So the the one thing that I'm looking forward to with this whole community thing is actually, you know, potentially even using it as a community to find people in my community that play WoW. Like I found people in my apartment building that play uh, wow and do rating but they're horde side so it would be nice to get something where it's like hey people in this area join this community and you know chat or you I, know raid together or join dungeons together or something like that i don't think it's going to be anything like that sure you can i don't do think it's going to be like wow actual... players in the united states wow players in your city wow players in your state whatever I don't think they're going to set up like a search system for that. I think it's going to no, be more no, of a no. you have to search for that. No. Uh, okay. So, Chris, think about the um, think about the Diablo three community system. Right? There mm-hmm. are tags that are associated with communities. Oh yeah. And then you can search based on that. Uh, they could also add in some of the stuff that they've done with Hearthstone, where it has geolocation uh, that can identify other people that are on your. Um, that are on the local network that you're on and things like that. Yes. But uh, my point is, I don't think they're going to have like a, like something that's automatically built into these. These are the people within five miles of you. No, I don't they think they're going to do that, no. but, they'll yeah. def- but they'll definitely have a tag system where if someone sets up like a, an Orlando, Florida group, yep. you can definitely find those people using tags. 
Right. Definitely just search for Orlando. And then, boom, there's all the Orlando groups with the Orlando in the tag. Yep. Right. I think that could be really cool, especially if, like, you don't know a lot of people in your city that play that game. You could, you know, try to find other WoW players that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's, I think it's a great system because it'll not only encourage you to speak to more people in-game, but it'll encourage you to build friendships out in the open world in real life. If the house. Eh, you don't necessarily have to leave the house to do that, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think we've kind of stated pretty effectively. I think that, you know, so far, I think we've stated kind of effectively that we think that uh, it's going to be a good system. There might be a learning curve so, associated with it. And the problem is, again, just like the old LFR system, uh, the LFD system before LFR came around, um, where it was down to how willing you were to opt into the system. Yes. So that's going to be completely old. Yeah, that's going to be the big deciding factor on this is like how many people are willing to opt into this system. Well, the, do I think it'll just end up being another chat color, you know? It'll just be like another wave of text coming through oh, your chat no. box. Again, it's not coming through your chat box. It is an actual chat community system. It'll all be put into this actual system. You'll have your old stuff like guild chat and party chat in your chat box, but everything around the communities will be in the communities UI. Oh, there's a whole new yeah, there's a whole chat. UI there's an entire new UI built around this. Hmm. That's why I'm saying, that's why I've said that it's some, that is such a massive change to the entire community system of WoW, to the entire social system of World of Warcraft, because it is such a dynamic system and such a drastic UI difference it's built in entirely into this system. Hmm. So um, I think another use case that I'm going to use it for immediately is to find Mythic Plus dungeon groups, like for pickup games and stuff, or when we need someone. Yeah, there'll definitely be, there'll definitely be oh, hundreds yeah. of communities for Mythic Plus. It's like, hey, this is, this is East Coast Mythic Plus. Uh, we run on Eastern Standard Time and always have people looking for Mythic Plus dungeons. Of all skill levels. Yeah. What I am excited for is I'm excited to no longer have to worry about looking for class discords. I'll just be able to find a dis, uh, like a community for demon hunters and just have have fun find learning the class with them. Mm -hmm. Like perfecting the class. I'm just I'm so looking forward to be able to have that just end game and not have to worry about a discord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll be it'll be fun for you. It'll be nice. So do you I think like that people are going to try to abuse this system, like join a community with people that they don't like and try to troll them. Oh or... yeah. Oh, there will, to there will, there will totally be Nazi groups. Oh yeah. It just depends on how willing Blizzard is to, you know, kind of, uh, censor, self-censor its community. And I mean, are they allowing for private groups for that fact? I mean, like, Probably or not. Blizzard, Blizzard, no, Blizzard has very made, it, Probably made it very clear in the past that, you know, they don't, that free speech doesn't extend into World of Warcraft. You, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it no. It, it doesn't because it's, it's. They have every right to moderate the comments that you make in any way they so choose. Because they are not a. They're not the government, so they can they can censor the fuck out of you if they want to. That's why I got a. Uh, I got my first. Uh, I got my first suspension back in BC. Uh, 
because I had been drinking a little bit. And I told somebody in trade chat that they should probably take a uh, 22 caliber aspirin and call me in the morning. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me that, <laughs> that he did that. Point from you. I know. Yeah, and I'm not laughing at the comment. I'm laughing at the fact that you made that idiotic comment in the game. Um, yeah, no, I made I made that comment. But the thing is, okay, you have to understand, Kevin. Trade was the wild west in both yeah. BC and Classic. Like you got away with a lot. BC they started cracking down on it pretty heavily. Like I mm. probably got reported uh, is more than likely what remember, it is. You remember Baron's yeah. chat? Uh, I don't because I was Alliance. Oh, uh, Baron's chat was fun. Uh, we had uh, Elwyn Forest. <laughs> it was Elwyn Forest for you, but yeah, we had Baron's chat. It was great. Redridge. Redridge actually was the worst one. Redridge was the worst one on Alliance side because people were like, "Why am I in Redridge? I made a poor choice because I'm following James's guide." Oh God, why am I in Redridge? I hate Redridge. Uh, Redridge was a nightmare in vanilla. Well, don't you think that this community system has the possibility to like take us back to that? Like we're gonna have other trolley type chats out there. Well, trolley chats still exist. Tree chat's still pretty trolley. It's not as bad as it used to be, but it's still pretty trolley. Yeah, hmm. I think there will all those kind of chats will always exist as long as humans exist, because humans are innately trolls. Well, I mean, Chris, what I was thinking of specifically was like somebody creates a mu- a community for, you know, a certain type of people and people join that group and start flaming them, saying disparaging things about them, telling them to go take a 22 caliber aspirin. I mean, don't you think that that's going to be an issue? Like, are they just going to be moderating all these communities? No, too? because these communities can be moderated. These communities will be moderated by the players just as much as a guild is, is moderated by the players. You'll have okay. your admins and your moderators and your, your community leader, and they can kick and ban people as much, just like any other Discord server. Oh, so the person who created the community has the ability to moderate it. And, the, and they have the ability to grant that power to other moderators. Okay. All right, because I was wondering how how are we going to police it, or how is Blizzard going to police it? It's the exact same as the battle the battle net system. If you go to the social tab, if you have set up any kind of social community, you can completely moderate that. Hmm. Complete moderation. You there's just no getting past that. Okay. So there's there's a lot of moderation options that's available. Uh, It's just like the communities in Diablo three. I see. Just so the communities and anything really. Um. So Kevin, can you go read chat for me? Yeah, I see. Does it sound better now? No. I can't fix it then. Okay. Unless I can. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try this. I'm just. We're we're trying to see if Kevin's like applied a filter or something to himself because. Uh, I don't know how this is going to sound on the actual episode, um, but uh, we, we're getting some uh, comments in Discord that uh, he sounds like a robot, and I think it just sounds like he's got one stereo channel off by a couple of milliseconds. Uh, so. I was probably speaking into the mic cockeyed. Nope. I don't. 
I don't know what's wrong then. Okay. Uh, you haven't added a filter or anything in your soundboard, right? <clears throat> nope. Okay. All right. So we'll see how this episode goes, and we'll just keep talking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really exciting that we're going to have all these options and this ability to possibly get with people uh, and get with more groups, uh, connect more with our fellow players. I've never been one to really do that. But uh, it is exciting that, you know, that will be an option going forward. And let's be honest, we'll have an Azeroth Coast to Coast community people can join. Yeah, you sound a little bit better, Kevin, by the way. Yay. Yo, you sound normal now. There you go. Awesome. Nope, cool. I lied. You lied. Yep, I lied. <laughs> so, <sighs> whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, In fairness, he sounds fine on Zencaster. It's just Discord people. No, I have him weird. muted on Zencaster. On uh, Discord. Yeah, but I don't. I have him sound... I, oh, I, I hear him fine I, on Zencaster. I have Zencaster. him muted on Discord, and he's coming in weird on Zencaster. I've got him muted on Discord. He sounds weird, fine on Zencaster. Ah, okay. But LB's hearing him on Discord, and he sounds robot Yep. I don't know. Let's just... Let's roll with beep, it, guys. Boop, boop. You are the Borg. Can you say uh, you will be assimilated for me? And that resistance... You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile? Resistance is futile. There you go. Technological and biological distinctiveness will be added to our own. <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, so, Kevin, you never got to really experience the old server communities. Um, no. Do you feel like this is going to be at least a step in the right direction to bringing people back a little bit closer together in Battle for Azeroth and WoW in general? I do. Because back in the day, there was there on your server, if you did something wrong... If you like stole loot, you were server blacklisted. People literally, there was literally a forum of people that were blacklisted on that server. Hmm. It's not going to be anything like that, but do you think this is going to be a good chance for you to connect a little bit deeper with the community versus what you've had so far? Yes, I do. And, you know, I don't think people are just going to create a community called Dalaran server. And then, like, everyone join it, like, the way that, you know, I would potentially think a community could be run for that server. Um, but, you know, a lot of the problems that we've been saying about sharding and randomly being thrown into zones with other random people and losing the sense of community, I think it will kind of address some of those issues with different groups of people that you want to be associated and speak to. So, um, in a way, it's kind of like, helping in terms of being able to see and or being able to talk to people that you want to talk to and you know it would be nice if those were also the same people that you were in a group with or if you were in a zone with or something like that as well yeah so this is this is like a self-selection kind of thing this is is the same sort of self-selection that you know existed back in the day because you self-selected to be around certain people Hmm. yep yeah I mean, it's it's not going to fix the problem of like, you know, happy accident running into the same person in a few different zones and being like, hey, I've seen you around, like, who are you? And, you know, kind of randomly striking up a conversation with that person. I guess that could potentially still happen, but it's a lot less likely, I think, with the way that server tech is now. I think stuff like that is actually more likely to happen for PV player, P- PvP players with war mode. Being a thing, yeah, because that's, that's because that and that phases you specifically into a PvP only area. True. 
Yep. Uh, so I think I think Wormwood's going to help that. I mean, unless that becomes extremely popular, and then you have multiple shards of War Mode. I doubt it will be. Yeah. As deeply popular. I am leveling with it all because that's twenty five percent XP. Huh? Is it really? Plus, I'm a deep. I'm leveling with that on because that's like a twenty five percent XP boost. What? Yeah. See, I, plus uh, I told LB there was going to be other benefits to War Mode besides just bounties or whatever. Plus, I'm a plus I'm a demon hunter. They're not going <clears> to <throat> kill me. <laughs> yeah. You're just a flippy little bastard, ain't you? Yeah, I am. I'm a vengeance demon hunter. They ain't killing just me. Fly away with those little <laughs> bat wings of yours. Y'all just jealous. I can't hear you over how many times I'm hand of justicing you. I can't hear you over my bubble hearthing away. <laughs> never surrender. Fucking never paladins. give up. I will come and get on your ass. <laughs> Fucking paladins. Uh, we need to clip that. All right. I will get on your um, ass. <laughs> That's your so, second option. Um, hmm. Okay. So there, there's positives there's negatives there's you know building community and you know randomly jumping in with people or what what other type of things do we think will come out in this community model nothing really really we've kind of gone over everything that i think is going to go for the community it's going to make it easier to organize events though so and it's running of the easier to find running of the uh, the trolls those kind of things like those kind of events those are going to be a lot easier to organize and i think it's going to be a lot easier to just find the the type of people that you want to play with yep so in in doing that aren't we kind of losing the ability for people to randomly meet each other in game and talk no. and strike up conversations that way no. i mean it just depends on no, how deep you go gonna, into your own have- bubble yeah, and you're still going to have open world content yeah. with people running around doing stuff. You're still going to have instance content with people joining up and doing stuff. But this is just another way for you to have a community that thinks the same way you do in regards to how they want to play the game. I think what Gavril stated kind of is what I was getting at, which is going deeper into your own bubble. Like, you know, people always make the same argument about the internet. You know, you could find new things and you could, you know, randomly learn stuff and, you know, have be exposed to uh, opinions that aren't yours, or you could just go deeper and deeper and deeper into what you're into and then kind of filter out the rest of the world. It's like me. It's like I get on, I get on YouTube when I'm bored and it's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to go watch something. I'm going to go just watch a random interesting video. Um, And then it just turns into me sitting there and watching loading ready run for like four hours. I I I do love when I just get on YouTube. I start watching something like film theory, and then like two hours later, I'm on that side of YouTube where there is just like weird cat videos everywhere. Ah, yes, you've you, you've gone through the wormhole at that point. Yeah, yeah. So like YouTube is like a glorious thing. <laughs> so I'm thinking about that even for like our our potential community in the game with like okay, here's a Azeroth coast to coast community, but. You know, I would rather have a community that's like people who listen to podcasts and then, you know, be exposed to more people or have more people be exposed to us instead of just like, okay, well, here's the five people that talk to us. And those are the well, only I can people. guarantee you, Realm Maintenance will have 
a community set up already right when that goes oh, yeah, live. I guarantee Ro will have I can something. guarantee you Ro, that. Ro, 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 yeah. Ro will have something set up. That will just be the community that everybody should follow. <laughs> Everyone follow Realm Maintenance because Ro is a genius and a great yep. person. Ro is a fantastic gentleman. He is a he is a beautiful man. I love him. <laughs> And if he's listening to this, I'm I'm hoping he's getting the stroking off that you're giving him right now. I'm sure. I see. I give Ro a hug at BlessCon because he's a great person. I love Ro. Ro is a fantastic <laughs> member of the community. I think is basically love what you, we're Ro. Here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do we feel like we've kind of exhausted the topic or had a good conversation about it? I think we I mean, have. yeah, I mean, just one more point on that mm-hmm. is like, I hope someone does go through the trouble of trying to, you know, organize these communities or provide some type of a, um, you know, listing of them or directory of them or something so that we can easily kind of see and find and browse and, you know, potentially stumble upon some groups that we wouldn't have found otherwise. Oh, you mean just like Roe does with the Realm Maintenance podcast and the Realm Maintenance website? Yes, or just like Google, or just like any other search. You want someone to turn into a search engine? Okay, great. Okay, someone else can do the hard work for you. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, there needs to be good search functionality. There needs to be good ways to filter and tag and other things. Like like the Diablo three one, it will be. In fact, it's probably going to be an improvement on the Diablo three one. So I guarantee you, it's going to have a good, robust search feature. Why? Like, why aren't they also just taking the jump to put voice on it too? Like, couldn't it just become I like an in-game did, Discord? I think we did say it three or four times that there will probably be oh, voice wait, integration. Hold on, I, I don't think, think so. Two, two goddamn seconds. Wow. Communities BFA. <laughs> in-game communities preview from April of this year on Wowhead. Uh, last week's alpha build added new assets to the game. They're highly expecting in-game community assets, blah, 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 blah. Uh, starting in Battle for Azeroth, WoW will support both the same realm and cross-realm communities as an extension of the guild system. Uh, the first community that you will have when the system launches will be your guild. So huh. guilds are being migrated to community. Yes, we said so this. The okay. system will allow you to have broader communication options with fellow community members, including multiple text channels, text channel history, simple role management, quick join, voice integration, roster listing, and calendar invites. You can be a part of multiple communities at the same time, in addition to your current guild. This is, of course, from the alpha, so just fair warning there. Kevin, so, so see when I said see when I said it's essentially battle.net's social, which has voice integration and all of that, just being put into WoW. I was being extremely literal. Okay. I mean that's it that's is interesting. Social. That's that's very interesting. Especially when it says multiple text channels. For one community that is very uh discordish Kevin, that's literally what i said in the beginning was that it was freaking discord i think is what this all is, of us have said multiple times Kevin, it is this literally was the preview image that they got for alpha we will i will link this okay. into the thing also we'll put this into the show notes yeah please link this article that you're reading from right now this was yeah that's this is from wowhead so is it is this going to be so? Yeah. All right. Now I'm seeing it looks like a pop up window that's got like your different uh, communities on the left hand side, and then like a guild chat in the middle. Um, and is this? I mean, like I'm hoping that this is also going to be available like 
in your actual text window during the game so that you could be mm-hmm. still playing and not have to have this pop-up up to uh Well, we literally don't people. know how it's integrated. We literally have no idea how it is integrated okay. into the system. So this is probably like the the module aspect of it and then how it's integrated into the game is a different thing. We literally we have know. no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also seeing in there that it's got a little notification that someone has started to queue for a dungeon, which is like what we get. We get that pop up now um, in yeah. World of Warcraft, so that's cool. If you wanted like, to, like we said, this is this is an extension people. of the guild system across the whole ecosystem of the game. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, so it's a lot more. I mean, I just honestly thought it was just going to be a single text chat channel like trade chat and you could just turn it on or turn it no. off but we have that functionality in game now and nobody uses it um yeah but then no yeah. that's it's 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 a it's a whole big thing um okay so there was a update about a week ago for the community yeah so there's this whole it's it's a whole new window that pops up and interesting stuff um yeah, so it's it's very similar to how it looks right now. Yeah, it's got a it's got a share link that you can send to people. Uh, yeah, join so it. Is Discord, Discord. Is Discord is spelled on it? Discord. I mean, I I hope that this kind of encourages more people to join voice chat, especially for like pickup groups and things like that. I think it could be really powerful for that. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to bringing back the. Or having Vish bring back the um, the pickup group that we had. What I will say is, I, I just kind of hope it implements the the social groups I already have on Battle.net. because I already have social I groups doubt that are set up on Battle.net. You'll probably have to recreate them in uh, Wow, unless it's sharing data. Well, it's on the same system. But the, I mean, going the opposite way, taking stuff that you've done in Wow and having it merge with the battle.net launcher i don't think it will do that okay but it's the same system can or can you not see the chat in those windows in your regular chat window so if you were in a community can you display it in your regular chat window like a chat channel you can okay that's cool so yeah you you could keep it up on a separate window or have that kind of going on the side as you're still playing and keep track of it that's yeah, I like well, that the, idea. okay so what it what it looks like is is that 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 UI that we're gonna show everybody at some point um is basically the revamp of the old guild UI so when you hit I or J or L or whatever the fuck it was that opened up your guild tab guild UI J you open J. up your guild UI this is what yeah, opens up now is the communities tab yeah. So it, I mean, I think, you know, having multiple ch- text channels in that might start to get complicated too. I mean, unless they're just saying, okay, well, you've got guild chat, you've got officer chat, you've got, you know, well, could people just start creating well, 800 that, that's, channels? That's what in there, the drop down is for. Like the yeah. drop down on top. That. So you have your main, you have the server you're in on the left to use mm-hmm. your Discord. Use the Discord analogy. You have the server on the left, and then you have That's your community. the drop down, which will take you to the specific chat channel you want to be in. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll give you the option okay. just to mute all the fucking chat channels, like I've done pretty much on every <laughs> server that I've joined. Because <laughs> I get tired of notifications. 
I mean, the other thing to note here is that Guild Finder also seems to be in, integrated into that it new is. system. So hopefully they have something like that called Community Finder. Yes, they you will, Kevin. I guarantee you. Read the word. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. I guarantee you. I'm George Zimmern. I the founder and CEO of Men's Warehouse. And I guarantee you're going to like the suit <laughs> you're in, okay? <laughs> All right. So you can you can check your guild members' achievements? Yes. Kevin, you can literally do everything. Literally Maybe everything you, you can do with the current guild, <laughs> current guild pop-up you can do in this because it's integrating the new guild pop-up, the old guild pop-up into the new community UI. Well, maybe I don't want people to see all of that other oh stuff if I'm in a Mythic Plus group. Moving to okay, moving to wrap, moving do to that don't or do don't that do that, or do Kevin. That. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like you, you've drugged this on for 15 extra minutes. I know because it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Yes, it's, interesting. it's definitely interesting, but it's not interesting to everybody that can't see all the stuff we're posting. Okay. Well, when you guys take a look at this. Post your thoughts in the show feedback so that we can continue the discussion. Yes, offline. that is totally acceptable rather than just eating up airtime. Okay. okay. Uh, Kevin, do that or don't do that, buddy. You got anything for me? Don't do that. Don't cut me off when I'm trying to make some points. Kevin, I was trying to move us towards the end of the discussion 15 minutes ago. I, I refer you back to Gamers Checks comments. From last week. I also refer you <laughs> to the fact that, you know, we were just trying to move the show on today. I also refer you to the fact that you keep telling us we you should be under an hour. And you're the one that's put above an hour. I don't here. think people bind. Give us your comments in the show feedback <laughs> on if you like it to be under or over an hour. Oh, God damn it, Kevin. You know, we love you, buddy. <laughs> you know, we love you. You're you know, we love making- you. You're literally Chris, making the Chris, point Chris, that Chris, Chris. Need since we started this. Shut up, Elvis. Elvis. God damn it, Elvis. I think Elvis is doing it to be contrary. <laughs> well, LB also El, LB also has selfish reasons because usually he's working. So like if it's an over an hour, it doesn't I want it to be over. I want the show to be over an hour, but Kevin keeps telling us under. Make yeah, if you want the show to Kevin. be an hour and a half, that's fine. I can do that. Just people let us know. <laughs> and Kevin, I respectfully apologize for cutting you off. Thank you. Okay. Look at how civil we're being, gamer checks. It's Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you, you piece starting of over a new leaf. You asshole, and man. You useless piece of rusty fecal matter. And it's over. And then when we're done, then when we're finished recording, Kevin will be as insulting to us that's as we exactly. are to him because that's who we are. That no, no. We are terrible people. Gamer checks each other, do not listen but we to love him. each other. That is a falsity. <laughs> uh-huh. Here's the thing: when we're on the show, Kevin's all professional. But when we're done, Kevin we are we are terrible all. to each other, but we love each other. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Really all right, is. Chris or oh, Gabriel, no. do you have uh, a do, don't do that or do that? Uh, don't be. Uh. Don't don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes <laughs> that you're used to. Chris. Wow. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, nope. I have a, I have had a salt for a week with the moon. Glad to hear so it. I'm good. Um, that doesn't typically any, happen. 
actually usually I, there's a lot of salt with Chris. there right. is a lot of salt with Chris usually so uh, that's that's pleasant to hear um okay um I had so a salt uh this is where we ask our guest that doesn't exist to plug their shit um and still have to bring that up I know I do every time you say the show notes are important Gav use the show notes write your show notes obviously buddy. we don't have a guest okay obviously okay there's no guest that's fine so that is going to go ahead and be our show this week folks to talk to us during the week you can find us on Twitter the show is at Atheros CTC Mr. Kevin Oder is at SwingCat with AK Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag I of course am at Gavril two eyes one L underscore ET you can send us emails to you feedback at AzerothCTC.com links for today's show is going to be at www.AzerothCTC.com you can shoot us a review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes whatever it is that makes you happy that is how you shove our sweet sweet words deep inside of your ear holes uh uh, say ear hole, boys. Ear holes. Ear holes. <laughs> <laughs>